combine podcast we are so excited to have all you listeners out here again for supporting us thank you so much for taking the time to stop by and give us a listen i am deb mccollum and i'm josh takamoto and we have someone really special with us here today we're super excited for this person to be here absolutely absolutely um and we thought we'd have uh, deb do the intro this time because the last couple i feel have been trash on my part so we're like let's let's mix it up i was gonna sing last time but i figured with my voice today and everybody, we need sing. to hold her to that. If she can time. sing, then that would be a, an I'll awesome sing for intro. You all next time. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, we're very excited. As always, we're always excited to have guests here with us. But uh, today, we're we're very excited to have this particular uh, guest. Um, some would call him phenomenal. Some would call him amazing. But uh, I'm gonna let him introduce himself as uh, Dwight Taylor Sr. And he is. Uh, how, how do you put, you put words together? I put words together. So <laughs> yeah. phenomenal and amazing. I put words together, call it phenomenal amazing. So yeah. I thought about trying that. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's all good. Yeah. I, well, I think I said this on Bracey's podcast. I don't know if you listened to that, but I tried to do something he does at talks. I heard. It bombed. I heard. Bombed hard. So I'm, I wasn't going to try to say phenomenal <laughs> that, amazing. I can't even say it. But that's why you just got to be you. That's exactly. Yeah. That's See, it. I like that. He's already motivating. He's already motivating. <laughs> so, hey, man, we're we're glad to have you on. Um, and you've been a, a partner with the Character Combine for, for quite sure. a few years now, yeah. and we just love what you do, man. And um, there's a lot of stuff you're involved with, and so yes. there's a lot of different directions that we can go. But you know, one of the things I want to because your brand right now and for a, a while has been dominate your day. Correct. So. Where I don't know the origin story of all of that. How did you come up with that? Why did you come up with that? And um, kind of what's the what's the mentality behind Dominate Your Day? Definitely. Well, before we get started, I just want to thank both of you for having me on. Um, I don't take it lightly when people invite me to their platform mm-hmm. to share my heart and share my message. So kudos to you all. Thank you so much. Um, oh, thanks, man. But when it co- so when it comes to Dominate Your Day, it actually is a spinoff of something that I came up with in 2010. And it was an acronym for the for dope and dope stood for dominating on purpose every day. Oh, nice! Right. And that ended up being the name of one of my 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 rap albums. Okay. Right. And so dominating on purpose every day was just something that I would tell myself that I need to do every single day. Right. I need to dominate in every aspect of my life as a father, as a husband, as a son, as a grandson, in every aspect, every area. I need to be dominating on purpose every day. So that's where the whole dominating part came from. And then in about 2014, right when I moved to Sacramento, it, uh, it started to evolve. And I was like, dominating on purpose every day is cool. It was music, it was, it was a great time, but I want something a little bit more catchy mm-hmm. and a little bit more shorter than dominating on purpose every day. And I want it to be something where it's not just me dominating on purpose every day, it's me encouraging somebody to do something. And so dominate your day was something that literally popped in my mind and I was wow. like, oh, Three words, real simple, and it's mm-hmm. not me talking about me. It's me encouraging somebody to dominate their day, and so uh, that's good. That's really where it came from. You know, it was a spinoff, but but now it's just been the thing that I've been living with. Um, I could say since 2011, but really since 2014. And so uh, mm-hmm. it's simple, right? It's catchy, but more importantly, dominate your day is really about being proactive, about forcing your will upon your day, mm-hmm. and not letting your day force its will upon you. 
right? I'm, I'm a big believer that, that life is less about what happens to you and more about how you respond to what happens to you, yeah, right? So, so when you dominate your day, you can be super proactive, super proactive about how you want your day to start, um, what you want your day to look like, who you, want to connect, who you want to connect with, all these things that you want to do in your day. You can be proactive about that, but then there's some things that you cannot control. But two things you can always control is attitude and effort, right? You can always control your attitude and you can always control how much effort you give to whatever it is that you're doing. So in all throughout the day, in all aspects of life, you can always dominate. Mm -hmm. So you can dominate by being proactive or you can dominate by responding well to the situations that happen in your life. And then dominate your day is also about being intentional, about giving your perfect effort to every single moment of your day. Right. Like I'm big on effort, but I'm big on giving perfect effort. Mm -hmm. Right. And perfect effort just says I'm going to give 100 percent to whatever it is that's in front of me in this moment. And I'm going to try to give my best. And so uh, that's really the heart behind Dominate Your Day. I took it from a phrase to now uh, book number two. Nice. That's awesome. man. I'm like ready to go now. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Dominate my day. There you go. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) No, I I love that, man. Um, so let me ask you this. We don't, you know, this is kind of just a thought that popped in my head. Yeah. So when you went from the the, the dope yep. catchphrase to the dominate your day, did you kind of, like career wise, did you kind of transfer over maybe more speaking, like going in a speaking direction rather than 100%, the music? Yeah. Was that tough? Yeah. No. Oh, it, not at it all. wasn't. It wasn't. Once I made okay. my mind up, it wasn't a tough decision. Okay. Um, it was something that I've been thinking about probably since I put my first album came out in 2009. Okay. And Right around 2010, I was thinking that I've been speaking, but people don't know that I speak. People just know me for the music. And even if people who maybe rocked with me back when I was doing music, they would notice that if you came to a concert of mine, I do my music. And then before I go to the next song, I stop and I talk. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm always encouraging. And maybe if I had 30 minutes, I would do a song and then talk for two minutes, a song talk. So somebody would probably get about 10 to 12 minutes of me talking sure. in the midst of one of my concerts. And I found out that I was getting booked a lot from people in the audience, not just to come and rap, but now to come and speak based off those little two minute segments that wow. I was doing. And so um, in the midst of going on the second year of my my project being out, I was like, you know what? I think I'm getting to a space where I want to push my speaking to the forefront and kind of let the music fall back and not necessarily stop, but more so go, you know, when necessary, I'll continue to do the music. Now, what happened was in 2013, one of my songs blew up. Mm-hmm. Right, I had a song called One Way Turn Up. It was on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. It was on ESPN Sports Center. Uh, Steph Curry warmed up to it for two years yeah. in a row, every That's single right. home game. <laughs> like so the song yeah. like blew up. And yeah. so even though I was I was in my mindset of let me do the speaking thing, I was like, Well, I have to do something with this song. So I rode the wave of the song and sure. it was and it was really like twenty fifteen, around that time where I was like, Okay, two years, the song's been out, but I really wanna push this speaking to the forefront because not everybody's gonna listen to rap. Sure. Right. Sure. But people will listen to getting encouragement and getting and getting empowered and being engaged by words. And so uh, I really just start focusing a lot on speaking to the hearts of people and hoping that lives will be radically changed by my speaking. And so right. that's really um, what it was. And so to answer your question, it wasn't difficult once I made the decision. It was something that I was already doing. I just started doing it more. Wow. Okay. Just flip the ratio. Yeah, that's, oh, it. Man, that's awesome. I'm really curious. How did you get all of this started? 
like where I'm sure it's a long story yeah. of how you got to where you where you you know where you got from yeah. because I'm sh- hard work I'm sure and yeah. lots of ups and downs but in the in however short terms you want to tell us in our audience how did you get here to this point to where you're a motivational speaker um, you're you're busy you're speaking you're rapping yeah. you're yeah. writing books yeah. you're <laughs> holding all these cool events for young men so yeah. how did you get to all of this um, obviously hard work obviously perfect effort patience but i think the biggest thing has been knowing my purpose mm-hmm. right like knowing my purpose right. made it easy for me to say yes to things and say no to things mm-hmm. and so there there was a time in my life where i just started making decisions based off the person that i truly desired to be and so none of the things that you mentioned were were difficult because it was just me staying in my lane, yeah. right? When I was doing the music, it's because I, I grew up w- with hip-hop all around me. My dad was a DJ. My mom was a singer back in the day. And so hip-hop was just in me. So it wasn't like something I had to force myself to do. Right. When I went to the speaking, I've been a talker all my life. I used to get in trouble in the fifth grade all the time. <laughs> like all the time, fifth grade, every day, my teachers, I would walk in the door and they would put their finger to their lip and like, shh. That, they wouldn't say hello, Dwight. They wouldn't say good morning. They would just be like, dude, do not talk. Try to catch it early. Yeah, and yeah. so and so, I remember in the 10th grade, I had a, a teacher named Mr. Judd, and uh, Mr. Judd was, was my campus ministry teacher. And he came to me one day. I was 16 years old. He came to me and was like, hey, man, you have a way with words. But if you could use your words to build people up instead of tear people down, wow. your life would change. Wow. Now, at 16, I heard him, but I wasn't really listening. Right. Like I heard the words he was saying, but it didn't resonate. I just heard him. Fast forward to me being 23, my life radically changing. I went back to that time at 16. and was like, wow, Mr. Joe was right. Like he knew something that I didn't know then, but knew that if I tapped into whatever it is that he was talking about, that not only would my life change, but other people's lives would change. And so uh, me getting to where I am came a lot from listening to the words of people who not only have been where I was trying to go, but who had enough heart to share with me the hard things when I didn't want to hear it. So Mr. Judd was one. Uh, Mr. Green was another person. And my grandfather, who's my hero, was humongous and still is humongous to this day. He's 78 years old, continues to motivate me, encourage me, send me texts, call me. And so uh, I'm here because I listened, you know, and I tell people all the time, I tell my kids, like, listen, because when you listen, you can learn, right? Ask the right questions so you can listen for the right answers to get the right results and hopefully get the things out of life which you need to get to become who you want to be. So wow. listening was humongous for me. Wow, that's awesome. Sounds like you had a lot of coaches in your life. Like you're, those teachers, yeah. so to speak, yeah. are, were yeah. like your like life coaches, even when you didn't know it back then. Yeah. And you look back and you're like... 100%. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Well, that's And, and you're, you're a coach. I am. Uh, yeah. You're a coach, which is, I don't know if I told you this, but it's funny, uh, I, a couple of, uh, maybe four or five years ago, I saw you at a concert. Okay. Killed it. Okay. And then later, I went to go watch a kid I was mentoring. <laughs> at, uh, did I tell you this already? No. Nah. Okay. I was watching uh, him play basketball at Einstein Middle School. That's what's up. And then I, my, my wife was with me, and we're like, that dude over there looks familiar. Like, I can't place that. Like, where's he from? And it's like, it's 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 Dwight from the concert. That's crazy. And you're going by your rap name at that yeah. point. But I'm like, oh, it's it's Dwight. And then it's I didn't even realize you were local. Yeah. And so, um, but I remember then I started following you on Instagram and all that stuff. And then you see that you had a passion for coaching. Yeah, man. 
Um, and it's crazy. So not only are you impacting people with your words when you're speaking, but then yeah. you're coaching. Yeah. So, and it's just the, the trickle effect. And, and obviously, like you said, from your own story, yeah. these three men that were in your life that spoke life into you, right. their, their legacy is carried on through you. And 100%. That's just an insane wow. thing. So 100%. the power of coaching, teachers, all of that is, all that. is really, really empowering. Yeah. When they when they have that right heart yeah. behind it, and, and I think that um, that when when we have the right coaches, right mentors, right educators, right people in our lives, we thrive, right? Yes. I, I'm 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 huge on thriving rather than just surviving. Too many people survive, right. just get by. But when you have people that you can lean and depend on, when you can bounce ideas off of, when you can take great information and then apply it to your life like you thrive and so I mentioned those three but there is more coaches that I've had who had nothing to do with coaching me as an athlete but just coaching me as a young person right and so I know the benefit of coaches but I also know the the dark side of coaching like I had I had a few terrible coaches I had one coach in particular who coached me baseball baseball was my passion um who coached me in baseball and my man would cuss at me yell at me do all these things and I was the kid who my 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 upbringing was rough I didn't need you to add any more to that like I was insecure I had a lot of things going on inside of me that I was struggling with so you adding on this this demeaning stuff was not helpful for me right right? and so we always can learn something right and we always can find a lesson in things and what I learned and what my lesson was was that if I ever coached I would not do it like that Mm, yeah and so that stuck with me I was 13, 14 years old. I'm 37 now. That's 23, 24 years later where I still think about that. I'm talking to you about it right right now where (laughs) I say I will never do it like that because I know the impact that it had on my life. So if there are coaches, obviously coaches out there who are listening to this, make sure that you are constantly filling up the emotional tanks of our young athletes all the time, all the time, because you never know what they're dealing with. But if you're a great coach, you will know what they're dealing with because you took time to make a connection and build a relationship and find out what's going on. So that's huge. And we've talked to man, we've talked about that so much. Yeah. Like Deb and I have talked about that in the past. Where um, some, unfortunately, I think some coaches don't think that way. Yeah, they don't even think about it. it's like okay, X's and O's, X's right. and O's. You know, game plan, game plan. But it's like it's it's so much bigger than that. So much bigger. And you look at some of these coaches. We had uh, you know Coach Truesdell on, which I'm a huge fan. I, I love her. She's awesome. She was talking about how she had players that come back who have played mm-hmm. at high, you know, high level collegiate, um, right. you know, uh, different schools and stuff like that, and they still come back, yeah, make that trip back because she had mm-hmm. such an impact on their life. Right. There you go. And it's like, man, like you, yeah. it, it's hard. It's hard to see coaches when they when they miss that. Yeah. Because you yeah. have such an incredible opportunity to to make an impact. Like I said, on on not just that one athlete, but anybody who they come in contact with. Yeah. And you know, unfortunately, we know we know some some situations where they're not like you. Right. They have a rough they have a rough home life. Yeah. They have a rough coaching situation. Yeah. And they don't spin it in a positive Correct. direction. It, it ends up derailing their lives. Correct. And so it's it's really unfortunate. Right. Yeah. I wonder, and I sometimes wonder if coaches. It's just as you were talking, I'm thinking like, how come coaches don't like? Why don't they want to make connections? Why don't I wonder? Because that's a lot of work. Yeah. That's work on the coach's part. Not in a bad way, not in a negative way of like it's a burden, but it is a lot of work to tap into each one of your players and get to know them on an individual basis and to know how to talk to them individually. Yeah. So like your coach saying that to you, that hit a spot for you, that was like you said, like, I don't need that. Whereas if he, not that I'm saying that this is something coaches should do, but if he were to say it to a different kid, maybe that kid 
wouldn't have thought any of that because he didn't go through right. things that you have yeah. gone through in your yeah. life. So it is so important to get to know your athletes, but yeah. it but it is work and it does take time. Yeah. And I'm wondering if coaches don't know to do that or don't want to maybe on a different subconscious level put in that energy and get to know them. Yeah, that's and, a tough one. And you said it was work, right? And I yes. agree. I also believe that lives are worth the work, Absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Like, like Absolutely. I'm, I'm big on coaching yeah. Yeah. people, right? not just a player right. or as a student success coach. I'm not just focused on the student and the GPA. I'm right. focused on the fact that this is a human being mm-hmm. who right. is going to do things way after I finish coaching them. Right. So what can I offer? What kind of advice, what kind of tips, what kind of encouragement, what kind of inspiration can I give them that can help them be the very best person that they were made to be? I, I talk to coaches all the time and I'm like, look, if you coach high school sports, you're probably going to have that athlete for maybe four years if you're a, a varsity coach and that kid is, is, is amazing, right? So you're going to have that kid for four years, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Right. But what if that, what if that, what if that, person lives to be 78 so they graduate at 18 they still have 60 more years of being a human being right and so how are you impacting those other 60 years when they're not around you anymore and so yes it's work but it's worth it and and the the great coaches understand that they're worth the time they're worth the time yeah no i agree and i've told that's cool it's cool you said that because i've told in the past when i've done team talks i've Mm -hmm. talked to athletes and said hey you know, high school sports, this takes up a lot of your time. And so if you're out here and you don't really want to be, well, it's, it's a, kind of a waste of your time because right. it, it takes up so right. much time. Right. Right. And I think the same thing, just like you said with coaching, if you're only in it for the X's and O's yeah. and for the, you know, the championship banner or the trophy at the end of the year, and you're not concerned, that, that same level of concern is not with your athletes, it's way too much work yeah. to do and not have something greater come of it. Yeah, yeah, So I agree. Man, I yeah. love that. I agree. Yeah. I feel like we could just end the podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. Oh there it is. Sure. Yeah. 17 minutes. That's it. <laughs> so you talked about how the coaches in your life, whether it's actual coach for a sports team or your teachers, have had an impact yep. in your life. Um, what about you as an athlete? Um, can you speak more to that in terms of how has your athletic background maybe um, prepared you for what you are doing now? Yeah, 100%. So – one of the big things that that athletics did for me so i played soccer i played baseball played basketball and i ran track Mm -hmm. right and um what i learned in each one of them is that it didn't matter how bad i wanted something if i wasn't willing to work for it Mm -hmm. right like i could want to be great at soccer i could want to be great at baseball i could want to be great at track i could want to be great at basketball but it didn't matter how bad I, i wanted it if i wasn't willing to work for it and so for me, that translates very well with what I'm doing now. If I want to see life change in the students that I'm mentoring, then I have to work for it. I have to give the time. I have to give right. the effort. I have to make sure that I'm planning, just like I would plan for a baseball game. I would go to the batting cages. I used to pitch. I was a lefty. I had a nasty curveball. I should be playing baseball still right now. But <laughs> I didn't know. I'm, that's I'm, golden. I'm baseball. That's hard Bro, to find. Like, so lefty. baseball was my first passion. I, didn't know that. I played from the time I was four all the way until I was a freshman in high school, and I stopped playing because at the school that I went to, I love my school. Um, I had some friends that did not give me the best advice and I was not in the right mindset to not be a follower um, at the time. And okay. they, they were like, black people don't play baseball oh, for no. real. And so I was like, 
well, I guess I'm just playing basketball here. Oh, and no. I stopped playing. Like, and I don't regret too much. Yeah. That's one of my biggest, I'm telling oh, you, I man. know I could be on somebody's AAA team <laughs> right now. Oh, see, see, man, now I'm mad for you because I'm a huge baseball I'm fan. telling you. <laughs> like, too. baseball was my oh, first my love. I, I love it. I love just going and watching kids play right. to this day. None of my kids want to play baseball. They love basketball. But I'm like, man, I, like, oh, at some yeah. point I do know I'm going to coach baseball. I'm going to coach it at some point. I, oh. I love baseball. So That's I, think awesome. I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry, man. I interrupted you. Yeah. So, so, so going back to, right. Going back to the whole, like wanting it versus working for it. I, I do that with the, the young people. I'm, right. I'm working to get to know them. I'm planning. That's where I was going. I'm, I'm planning, right? So if I'm going to the batting cages or if I'm practicing my fastball, my curveball, my circle change, then now I'm practicing. Right. Before I go to speak, I'm practicing. My wife is the person who probably, and my daughter, probably know uh, my, my talks better than anybody because right. I'm constantly in the mirror, in the bathroom, like just going and practicing mm -hmm. and practicing awesome. and practicing. And, um, and, you know, my daughter said, Dad, why you practice so much? I said, I said, baby, you know what they say about practice? And she said one day, she goes, uh, practice makes perfect. I said, kind of, but practice makes you better, mm. right? Like practice makes okay. you better. Right. Right. And so I show her, I show my boys that I'm practicing all the time awesome. in order for me to be better right. with my wife. Right. As a husband, I'm trying to practice to make sure that I can be the best husband that I can be for her. So I'm constantly practicing. But that practice and that work ethic came from me playing all these sports and understanding that sometimes I wasn't the fastest. Sometimes I wasn't the most athletic. So I had to work hard right. to get the, the results that I wanted to see. Right. right. Wow. So. That's what I. Oh, my gosh. I so wish that every athlete could hear that right now because mm -hmm. there are so many athletes who are so just speaking of athletes in general yeah are so skilled and they don't want to practice yeah. to get better but they could be so 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 much greater than their than who they think they are right now and their yeah. potential so yeah. i think that that's awesome and that every i think every, not even not just athletes but everyone and, everyone, and, yeah. that. and i think there's a quote and i i, I don't want to mess it up but it said um Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Like yeah, that's absolutely. all the time. But yep. but what if if there's an athlete out there mm -hmm. right now? Like if you have the talent, then work your butt off to maximize the talent that you've been blessed with. Exactly. Like I promise you, if yep. I would have worked as hard as I could have in basketball with the talent that I had as a lefty who could shoot jumpers, who can do runners, who can make passes, if I would have worked, man. Like, yeah. I, I look back and go, I, I could have probably been playing, maybe overseas somewhere, but I didn't work hard. Mm. Like, I didn't, when it came to basketball in high school, it wasn't a thing for me to work hard, which is why I encourage my sons work hard. And they mm -hmm. are super talented. I'm like, but work hard. Because somebody who's not as talented as you is working 10 times harder than you right now. Yeah. Right. Yep. You know, so. Yep. Yeah. No, that's true. I can talk about that forever. Yeah, no. We could too. Yeah, we have to have yeah. you. I'm already thinking we have to have Dwight back on. Man. <laughs> Part two, right? Part two for sure. Yeah. No, that's true because, I mean, I always thought, like, if you're the most talented athlete on the team, yeah. then you should not be outworked. Oh, 100%. By anybody. 100%. If you're the most talented. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but it happens too often. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like we went off track a little bit, yeah, but that's, that's okay. okay. <laughs> it's, it's easy that to do. There's totally a lot of good stuff fine. here. I know. Um, uh, I, well, and I always tell my athletes, sorry, I'm like, keep thinking about what we just said when I'm training them I'm, and they, I can see that they're like, eh, not giving their best. I could just tell, I tell them it's a gift I have. I just know you're not working. <laughs> I, just can I can tell. see it. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see it. Um, I tell them someone else out there is beating you right now, is working harder yeah. than you. So just think about that. And, 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 you, and you just said we kind of went off track, but we didn't, right? Because if we're talking about dominating our day, 
yep. right? If we're talking about giving our perfect effort, if we're talking about being proactive, if we're talking about being relentless at our effort and giving perfect effort, then right. that's that's what this is that's about. True. It's that's in true. every yeah. aspect of life. If you're an athlete, if you're a coach, if you're a husband, if you're a wife, if you're a grandson, a son, if you're a daughter, if you're a niece, like give your perfect effort. That's right. how you dominate every single moment right. of your day. Right. And, and that's what it's about. So. Absolutely. Um, I, I listened to your song, One Way, yeah. Turn Up, and um, I was in the car with my roommate, and we loved it. She, she's a dance Thank you. teacher, That's and what's she's up. like, dude, I got, my kids are going to love this song. <laughs> dance to this song. I'm going to show them it's That's clean, awesome. it's encouraging. Yes, That's thank dope. you. She was, like, so excited about it. So yeah. um, what was the inspiration for that song? Really just another, another opportunity for me to encourage people. Um, to turn up the volume of their life, to turn up the, the character, to turn up the integrity, to turn up the very, the very being of who they are. Like I, there's only one way to do, like one way to dominate is to turn up as much as you can. And you don't have to dumb down who you are for anybody. You don't have to dim your light for anybody. Like you can shine and then shine on other people for them to be able to shine as well. Right. right? And so one way turn up was just wow. uh, an encouraging song. It's fun. It's upbeat, but it was more to encourage people to turn up the volume on your life and 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 shine like the star that you are. Yeah. And hopefully, in your shining, you are going to reflect some light onto somebody else to help them shine as well. Right, that's awesome. Yeah, and it always killed at combine too. Yeah, man, it yeah. always killed hey, at combine. Hey, the, the, the athletes love that song, man. <laughs> and even the coaches, yeah, like the coaches. Yeah. said, you know, put your hands in. Like, yeah, it was a little rough for the coaches. It was. But <laughs> it was. Hey, they, they got it though. The they got it. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, man, that's awesome. Well, so. I don't know where to start with this. You have a lot of stuff going on. I do. And so... Um, I can go fast. No. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want you to take your time. But um, so let's start with this. So you had, uh, I can't remember how many years ago, but you had a book come out. Yep. Uh, yep. Dominate Your Day. Dominate Your Day. And then just recently, yep. you had a, a supplemental, I don't know if it's, that's the right uh, way to phrase it, but like a supplemental edition of that same yep. book. You want to talk about yeah. that a little bit? Yeah. So 2017, January 23rd, 2017, which was my 35th birthday, I dropped my first book, Dominate nice. Your Day. 100 empowering statements that encourage greatness. And literally, it's about everything we just talked about, right? Um, just how to dominate in every moment of your day, 24-7, 365, no moments off. Because what, what if, here's the thing. What if we took a moment off and not being our best? Like somebody's missing out. Yeah. Somebody's missing out if we took a moment off. If, yeah. if I decided to take a moment off with the students that I serve every day at, at, at Hiram Johnson High School or at the schools where I do student success coaching, if I took a moment off, and what if that moment is the moment that they needed me to be the best, that me that I can be either the best listener or the best encourager, but I took that moment off to not be my best, that person is missing out. And not only does it affect that person, but it affects the people that are counting on that person. It affects the people that are connected to that person, but it also affects the generations that follow that person. Like I might have missed out on encouraging that person to keep going, keep trying, keep pushing, right. persevere, right. be resilient, right? And so... So I made that I made that book for people to really start tapping into who they are. Now, um, January 7th, I released the student edition of that book. And this is Dominate Your Day, 30 empowering statements that encourage greatness. So it's 70 uh, less than the first book, but it's, it's condensed. And, you know, I made it like this for a reason. A lot of the students that, that seen the first book, they were like, Mr. Taylor, we love it. It's just big. <laughs> like there's too many pages, man. Like I don't even really like reading. I'm gonna give it a try because it's you and I That's and I awesome. respect you. But yeah. this is a lot. So yeah. when I was thinking of uh, the book for the students, I was like, it has to be much thinner. 
the first uh, cover is is black and because black is one of my favorite colors. But I asked the students over this year and a half time when I knew I was making this student edition, what colors would you like to see? And the majority of them said red. And I was like, why? Because okay. red catches my eye. It pops. And so I'm like, look, I'm, I'm getting the feedback yeah. from the people who are going to be reading this book. So wow. let me go ahead and make the cover red. Nice. And um, and then I, I did something. I did some research with some teachers and educators, and I asked them to take the first book into their schools with their students and find out which statements resonate the most with their students. Get back to me and let me know. And so we over a year and a half, we pretty much wow. uh, collected all that all that information and made this book out of what they gave us and the feedback and it's been amazing two days after the book came out it became an amazon number one best-selling book in four different categories though right like four crazy i I was excited about the one and then um um, e-square publishing which is my publishing company out of texas they hit me up and was like hey you're number one and two and like two hours later you're number one and four and so it's just been phenomenal. It's been amazing. I put words together. Phenomenal, amazing, just to see what's happened. And we're only in February. That is crazy. That's crazy. Congratulations. Like, things yeah, have been so man. crazy. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited about it. That is awesome. Well, it's, I think it's just a byproduct of all that stuff we've talked about yeah. leading up to this. Yeah. The, the yeah. hustle and, yeah. and the mindset of, again, dominating your day. Yeah. Every single, or do, not even dominating, every moment. Every moment. Every moment. Every moment. Yeah. And it's a byproduct. So that's, congrats, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I love the cover too. Like I just, I, like <laughs> yeah. it, it, it is a catchy. And I like, keep looking at it. I'm like, man, I, know, I gotta seriously. read that. That's I'm gonna up. open that and read it. So yeah. where can they? Where can where can they get it? They can go to Amazon.com, go to BarnesandNoble.com, or you can go to my website, DwightTaylorSenior.com. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-T-A-Y-L-O-R-S-R.com, um, or you can email me at DwightTaylorSR at gmail.com. And I might, if you're in the Sacramento area, I might deliver it to you, like personally. Nice. All right. And so that, that's awesome. what I've been doing. That's what I did with my the first time around. I gave out my email when I was I did a uh, I did an interview on Good Day Sacramento and I gave out my email and Ooh. people oh, for real. And people were hitting me up and oh. after a while I had to like go, "Okay, I can't do that because people were hitting me left and right, but it was dope oh. because yeah. people yeah. seen value in it." That's right. Awesome. Right? And right. so I'm a I'm a firm believer of if we continue to just add value to people's life, that's where the greatness happens. Yes. Right. And, and the people who add the most value become the most valuable. Yeah. Right. And so I've seen I've seen the value that I've added come back to me, mm-hmm. um, especially with this book, because not that many people in the first two days purchased the book my first time around mm-hmm. in 2017. Sure. But in two days, people went out and bought this book like crazy. Right. And so th- people just felt like, man, this guy's been adding value to my life over the last two years. The least I can do is go purchase this book and it also be something I can pass to my kids and my grandkids. Or, so That's awesome. Wow. Now, I feel like, and obviously you don't, don't want to announce anything now, but I feel like anytime someone releases a book, yeah. there's an author, you're an author, yeah. I feel like you're always working on the next one. Always. You have another one coming? Always working. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> always working. And we will stop it right there. Yeah, always working. I man. wish you guys could see the smile. I know. <laughs> always Based on working. the smile, it's going to be dope. Yes. So, um, yes. So yeah. another thing that you've been posting a lot about. So if you follow, if you follow Dwight, um, you know a little bit about this. If you don't follow Dwight, you're missing out. And you need to follow him. Yes. Um, and we'll and we'll we'll touch on all that stuff at the end. But uh, inter is it interapp? Interapp. Yep. Interapp. So can you explain a little bit about what that is? Because it's a new partnership that you have. Yes, new partnership with a app company called Interapp. Shout out to my guy Will Brown. He's the CEO and co-founder of Interapp. And so pretty much what Interapp is, it is an app that allows you to to view augmented reality um, and, it, and it basically is on any type of print media, right? So it's interactive, exclusive print media. So if people remember um, uh, Pokemon Go, 
where they were going and on their phone, they're capturing these Pokemon. I've never played it. I've just seen people playing it. Right. But they capture these yeah. Pokemon. But when you look through your phone and through the app, it looks like the Pokemon are like right where you are. Okay. So, so if you were walking in the grass through the phone, it looks like the Pokemon oh. are in the grass. Yeah. And so that's augmented reality. And so, so what, what I did was I partnered up with Interapp to bring augmented reality directly to my book. I wanted to get people who purchased the physical copy of the book, like you have to purchase the physical copy, to be able to get access to exclusive interactive content. So there's going to be content that you can only get. It won't be on YouTube. It won't be on Instagram. It won't be anywhere else but for those who have my physical book. And so what they'll do is they'll download the app. They'll point the app at the book where I tell them to point it, and content will pop up on their screen. Wow, and so it, it could be awesome. me doing a video. It could be me telling them, hey, I'm doing a private event over here. And only the people with the book right. will know about this. It might be wow. saying I'm doing a giveaway, but only the people with the book. Wow. Um, and it's, an, it's also another way not just to keep it exclusive, but also another way for me to keep this book going forever. I can always put content on this wow. book. So right. you might have this book wow. in 10 years from now, and you might still be getting exclusive content that wow. nobody else is getting. So I also Great wanted point. it to be a collector's item as well. And so wow. uh, when I connected with Will and Interact, it, it was a no-brainer for me. I'm always trying to figure out how to keep things going, um, but also I'm always trying to figure out how do I – keep people excited about a product or a service that I'm that I'm offering and uh this was one of those things and and I've always wanted to be in the tech world I'm just not a techie person but now I'm in it right now <laughs> now I'm in it, in it. Like, and so you're in it. like for real yeah. and yeah, so yeah. like um the official launch of Interapp is going to be at South by Southwest uh in about two or three weeks that's the official launch we, we partnered up to do a, a pre-launch with my book and so uh Interapp will be out there for South by Southwest uh which is a humongous festival then I'll be out there for South by Southwest I'm speaking out there and so nice I get to not only speak, but then I get to join his world in the tech as well because my book is one of the first uh, pieces of media that we're doing oh. the interact with. So that's awesome. That's incredible. Crazy. That's awesome. a that's I've a lot. I've never heard of that. That yes. is so cool. It's crazy. Oh my god. Crazy. Yeah. Well, especially if you're if you're in a launch it at South by Southwest. Yeah. That's huge. Huge. Yeah, yeah. And you did a huge. TED Talk not too long ago, too. I did a TED Talk back in September. I'm still waiting on the video to drop. I just got an email literally this morning at like wow. 7.30 talking about that they're finishing up. Um, and I don't know when, so I'm not going to put it out there, but I'm waiting for that video to drop because I truly believe once this video drops on my talk at TED, I'm not hyping myself up, but I personally believe it's going to be one of the dopest TED Talks that has been given. Um this is the first time I'm saying that out loud. Nice. I, uh, well, I, I've told my wife, exclusive. but for real, like, <laughs> and, and, and it's not because it's yeah. me. It's just because sure. the content that is in there is is going to be game changing, especially for parents, educators, coaches, yeah. mentors, when it comes to engaging and connecting with the young people that are that, that, that we serve every day. So wow. I truly think it's going to it's going to be awesome. crazy. So basically, you're, what you're saying is this is the last time we'll have you on this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 Dang it. no, 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 we got to keep here longer. This is the first yeah, of many. Yeah, the first of yeah. many. Yeah, um, man, that's incredible. I don't want to jump too far ahead of um, of this, but where can um, our listeners find you on social media so that when that TED talk does come out, yeah. they, can, they can know? Easy. So can. so you can go to DwightTaylorSenior.com for all things or you okay. can if you're an Instagram person, that's yeah. at DwightTaylorSR. If you're on Twitter, at DwightTaylorSR. Snapchat is just DwightTaylorSR. That's for my young people. They're always on Snapchat. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, you can just type in my name and find me. Uh, SoundCloud, 
backslash Dwight Taylor SR. That's where most of my audio stuff is. Matter of fact, I need to get you all on my podcast when my thing gets Ooh, up and oh, running. Yeah. Like for real, you, man. Absolutely. Oh, we we need to get you all on there. And so, um, yeah, you can find me there. But the easiest way, Dwight Taylor, yeah. Dwight Taylor SR.com. Easy. Okay. So, man, if you can't tell, I'm excited to have you on here. That's because, what's up. Um, for a lot of different reasons, but even on our on our combine mm. YouTube page, we have uh, I think two clips of you. Wow. Um, from I think two years ago. Yeah. Some of my favorite clips. That's because cool. One, and I don't want to give it away. Go check out the YouTube. Video, but, <laughs> yeah, um, check it out. It's the one of uh, you do your spoken word piece. Yep. Which yeah. is dope. Thank and you, man. And I can't. Oh, the other one's about perfect effort. Yep. Yeah, and those are two of my favorites. I really, I really didn't. I, when I cut those, I'm like, yes. I got a little distracted as, as I was cutting it because I'm like, oh, I need to cut this and I need to pay attention to what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm like, you get engrossed in what you're saying. And here's the thing. See, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to call you out on your own show. Um, All right, that's why. I, no, I'm just kidding. The, 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 <laughs> the perfect effort one. You also, you also created a graphic for me. Do you remember that? I to go remember. with oh, the perfect I wasn't going to bring yeah. that up, but I did. I'm, yeah, put, yeah. I'm okay. putting it out there. I'll take my that. man is multi-talented. I try my best. <laughs> so I fake yeah. it at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, and I love working with you, man, because um, I think when you find people that are like-minded, I, obviously we don't have anywhere near the same gifts or talents, but when you have someone that's driven, it's it's easy to, yeah. to push for them and, and work with them. So um, that's awesome. And, and I mean, I feel like I, we just have a ton of stuff. that You, you have a ton of stuff out there, which I is do. awesome. I love that. I do. Um, social media, you're always pushing yeah. something. But um, – you have a lot of audio content too. I do. And it, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you recently released a, like a motivational, I don't know how to, it's not a song. So, so I did. So yeah. I have, I have a motivational track called respond. Well, um, check that out. And it's basically going back to what I'm talking about, right? Like life is less about what happens more about how we respond to it. So just encouraging people to respond well to every single situation mm-hmm. in their life. Like, pause when something happens and go how can i respond through my best self right. in this moment how can i do that because that's what's going to get the most value and the most benefit not just for you but for even that other person right even if you don't agree with what somebody is saying or even if you're driving down the freeway and somebody cuts you off how can you respond well to that that's how you dominate you dominate by always being your best and letting your best self show up in right. every moment. And so um, so that track, I love it. I love doing it at the schools because the, the kids go crazy. The track is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a monster of a track. And so I just love the fact that it's a great track. Students get excited, but then they also get the message of, okay, let me start. Let me start thinking a little bit more before I react. Right. Let me let me respond a little bit differently. And for students, that's the like that's usually the toughest part is sure. to not just be so in the moment, but think about how can my tomorrow's me say thank you to my today's me for the decisions that I made. Wow. Right? Like say, say that one more time. How can my tomorrow me say thank you to my today's me for the decisions that I made? Perfect. I right? And, and if we can and if we can start helping our young people think like that, mm-hmm. they'll start making decisions that will benefit their future self. Wow. Yeah. And their future self are going to benefit other people's future self. Yeah. So, um, so I have that. I also have, uh, I just released something on my birthday that I didn't really push yet, but I'm pushing it on here. Um, yes, it's called, this is nice. It's it's on my website and it's a free download. It's a 13 track. It's called self discovery with Dwight. And it's a a 13 track where I'm just walking people through. It has some music, uh, by my young guy, Napoleon Kaufman. I don't know if you remember Napoleon Kaufman who used to play for the Raiders. He was a running back. He is now a pastor. His son, um, created all the music for this project. 
Um, okay. And so, so I connected with him through my guy Andre Ward, and um, I connected with this young man. That's kind of a, I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. skip past. That's kind right. of a big deal. That, yeah, look, yeah. look up Andre. <laughs> look up Andre Ward yeah, when you okay. can. Um, but 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 we made a 13 track project, and um, it's me just helping people become more self-aware and so i released it on my birthday and it's a free like i said go to dwighttaylorsenior.com free download or you can go to my soundcloud that won't be on my soundcloud but there's so many things on my soundcloud that hopefully somebody can find some value in uh, and they, they definitely will i feel like if you can't find something from dwight you're just not trying <laughs> not trying at i appreciate all. that yeah, yeah, yeah that's what's up yeah. well that's exciting well uh, man we want to respect your time we've been here for a little while um Deb, do you have any other questions? Any I other mean, thoughts? Well, yeah, but <laughs> I don't want to. Man, yeah. the time is always killing us. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Well, thank you for being here. We thank really you for having appreciate me. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, man, it is, like we said, check out all that stuff. Follow Dwight um, everywhere you yeah. can. And, uh, man, thank you so much. And, hey, good luck at thank you. Uh, South by Southwest, thank you. man. Yeah. I'm, I'm fired up. And thank you all for having me again. Thank you for the platform. Thank you for giving me opportunity to share with your listeners. And, you know, I'm just excited about what this platform not only will do for people like myself, but also will do for the students and the coaches who are listening and the, and the lives that will be changed because you all made a decision to give your perfect effort to produce something that is of value to other people. So. Yeah. Appreciate that. Oh, thanks, thanks man. And on that note, we're going to close this thing out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Take care. <laughs> Appreciate Bye. it.